0: What's up, listeners? It is February 26th, 2022. We are alive. We're living. It's snow everywhere again. Wednesday feels like a fucking dream, but we're on to another beautiful weekend. A lot of sunshine. Again, what what are you going to do? You live in New England. It's insane weather. Winter never ends, and we just deal with it. Like, whatever. I've, you know, that first snowstorm kind of demoralized me a little bit and after this it's like well it ain't you know the one we had earlier with fucking two and a half feet of snow and couldn't only park on one side of the road like the snow is already melting i can see the lines on the side of the highway um and it is what it is i mean i'm not gonna dwell on the snow it is abusive when you know i'm over here taking my electric scooter to work on wednesday just chilling hitting up this new bakery that opened uh on newberry street and loving life sunshine was beautiful i took the bus lane all the way from Boylston, back to the red line, hopped on, easy peasy. I'm Like, the only thing that sucks about that is, like, the commute back where everyone's kind of staring at you. They ask you questions about your scooter. It's annoying, but 70 degrees. It, you can't beat that kind of weather in February. It was a blessing. And, um, luckily, I'm on my way to Florida next week so I can get some real sunshine, some consistent sun, and your boy is going to be chilling out there, so, um, you know, again, it is what it is. Uh, I, like I, I tell people all the time, where we're we at, where we're at in the world with just fucking COVID and still not really back to normal. Like you got to start planning shit. You got to start doing things to be uh, productive, to look forward to. I cannot tell you how many things I, I probably have on this pod, but I've done so much shit over this past three years, two years uh, that I would never had done before, and it just you just gotta keep making plans. You Gotta keep looking forward to shit. <laughs> so you don't get into that idle mind and that boredom and you just kind of just being a miserable prick because you're bored so uh florida was something that you know my wife's going on her spring break and we're like let's go let's do it and if you don't have a job that doesn't allow that then your job sucks like go find a job that you can just say i need this for myself The, the timing's perfect you know i trust my team and i'm gonna go on vacation so i'm lucky to have that for my job i hope you know you guys have that too and and like I said, if you do not have that, tell your boss he sucks. And, um, you know, you got to rumble with him. And again, I'm, and I'm, going, I'm going all over the place. So I'm reading this book called Dare to Lead. And she talks about rumbling. And that's basically like having these difficult conversations. And in reference to that, yeah, you got to be able to talk to your boss. But your boss also has to be able to let you know, like, you still have a job if you're going to have that rumble. So it does start with your boss getting the book. If you're your own boss, or if you're a boss to other people, get that book, it's from Brene Brown, she's just like, kinda explains leadership, and I sometimes forget how important leadership is, and if you're in a leadership role and you're not using any of your leadership skills, you're a fucking shitty boss. So I've been able to retool, and it's gonna make me a little more harder, but it's also gonna make things a lot better, because again, I'm welcoming it from my team to rumble with me. So. Talk to your boss, tell me you need a fucking vacation, go plan something. I know it's expensive, the world is nuts, but just blow your money, who gives a shit? We're at war with, you you know, Russia's fucking, in Ukraine, that's another thing. So it is what it is. Um, Again, the news is optional, you don't have to read the news, you don't have to go on Facebook, you don't have to go on LinkedIn, you don't have to go on Twitter, uh, but it is optional, and then you're exposed to, like, what's going on in the world, and another topic is the war in uh, Ukraine, which is just utterly crazy. I try not to get involved with politics, but what's going on is obviously a test to, uh, the world and they are seeing what they can get away with. It's almost like having a a young toddler who just learned how to like get into trouble and you're not correcting them or they're trying to see how far they can go. And Putin sees Joe as a weak president. And let's be honest, he's the worst president we've probably ever seen in our history, um, Besides, I don't even know. I think George Bush, George W sucked. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's ever been even a great president, but this guy definitely is fucking up my legacy with the economy, with the, the management of COVID, the politicized part of COVID. It's just, it's just insane. So um, back to the Russia thing, like, yeah, like he's testing them. And then the scary part is China might test them too. So with Taiwan, and it's a very uneasy world. I've also understood history, and I've also I remember there's a movie that came out. I think Dustin Hoffman's in it, but it's called Wag the Dog. And there's a phrase in politics and in, in, in the political fucking ring arena called Wag the Dog. And when you wag the dog, you you create some sort of uh, diversion tactic where you know you might go to war with someone, or you might have start a war or join a war to get the the, the 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 heat off you right like clinton bombed um uh, bin laden way back when and that was right around the time he had that scandal with monica Lewinsky, and people were saying he's wagging the dog um the war in iraq like 9 11 like either way like there's also this rule too that there's never ever been a reelected, not re-elected president if they're at war it's, there's just some rule that we as Americans want to stand by our leadership and, and not fuck it up and, and keep the president that we have in office for um, for a war. Because it's just weird. Like, all right, we're going to vote our – it's like you're you're firing the leader of a, of a company when you're going into this crazy situation. So I just – I'm worried. I, I know there's a war. And again, this COVID stuff, it was boiling up. Even – I have friends that are very liberal – and they are my friends, and I, am I have friends that may disagree with some things I say, and um, it's all good because that's what friendships all about. Um, they're, they're over the COVID shit. So that was happening, and then this war breaks out, and now you don't hear much about COVID. So, all right, I need to get off the politics thing, but I'm very, uh, I'm very stressed out about this shit. Like it sucks that people are getting bombed for no reason. I mean, I don't know Russia's side of the story. I'm sure it's bullshit, but it's just stupid. adds more weight. The housing market sucks. Everything sucks. But you got to stay positive because at the end of the day, what else do you have? You're going to just be this miserable prick every day and you're going to count all the things you don't have rather than appreciate the things you do have. Like, yeah. Do I rent out a, a, a very nice apartment, but I rent it, but it's a dope apartment. I'm fucking... 15 minutes from Boston it's a building that probably I could not buy if I wanted to now but you know I'm not gonna go and sulk around because I don't own a house that's like huge or I didn't buy a house like eight years ago and when I probably could have but again I'm just always cautious um I'm not gonna try to dwell on that I'm just trying to live for today be appreciative of the moments that come up I got a baby at home she's the cutest thing in the world the last thing i want to do is be thinking about her at a different age i want to enjoy the age i have now so i'm gonna try my best to not look at the news but that's my problem i'm pretty hooked on it but it is what it is we still need to focus on what's in front of your face and that's just fucking the summer's coming things are on their way the weather's breaking wednesday was such a a tease for us But that's going to be coming soon, and we all know that all this shit in in New England we forget about when you're sitting on the beach with your fucking brewmate or your Yeti, you got a fucking drink in there, or you're taking an edible, and you're just chilling, and you don't even remember this conversation. You don't remember the snow and that fucking dog shitting on the snow, or you got to walk in and pick it up. Like, you don't remember any of that, because New England summers, I will say, are one of the best, and... Wherever you are, where you're in fucking Bar Harbor, Maine, or Westerly, Rhode Island, you're crushing it in the summer anywhere you are, Block Island, Nantucket, all that shit. So for all my friends that are moving, and I always think about moving south, um, you will miss that, though. Like, you will have fun with your new friends by the lake in Nashville or wherever the hell you are, but you will want a fucking lobster roll or, uh, uh, you know, like a, a... freaking clam cake at Iggy's uh, in Galilee. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it just is what it is. And that's why people don't leave. This is why the vicious cycle of the New England lifestyle continues to live on. And I'm all over the place. But that is what it is. But my other stress right now is uh baseball like i'm just so fucking mad at these billionaires these millionaires are you really fighting for the fucking guys in the in the uh farm league uh the triple a and all this other shit you're not fighting for them you're just fighting for millions and millions of extra dollars that could go into your pockets like it's not nothing to do with the little man and that's the frustrating part about baseball and i say this because as someone who has followed baseball all his life i played baseball in high school It became really cool to watch baseball last year. There were so many storylines that were just, like, awesome. And, like, the show, one of the best-selling video games. It was just, everything was aligning. Like, you had freaking, you know, the pitcher, like, from freaking Japan. You had the Yankees sucking. The Red Sox did decent. Like, everyone had a great year. I mean, it was a happy ending. Even friggin' Freddie Freeman got his World Series and the Dodgers lost. Like that's an amazing way to lose like to to have a season and I was buzzing I got back into fantasy baseball I was sipping the kool-aid on baseball again it took me a long time because I kind of disinterested and things that reminded me of baseball I didn't want to watch it because it was annoying and I got back into it fell in love with the sport again went to a fucking playoff game um you know ALCS game had dope seats with all my boys and this happens where you're in a strike and you're fucking with people's livelihood. Like, you're fucking with the players' livelihood because the season should be starting now. You're fucking with the people that, like, own restaurants around Fenway. You're fucking with and, – and and everywhere else that literally thrives. I don't know if you've ever been to Wrigleyville, but it's, it's cool. But without baseball, it's – I don't see these – and then you have COVID. So, like, throughout – the problem with covid though baseball at least played games and kept everyone positive and it's still been a very hard two years for baseball but you're gonna do this now at this time when the sport is either gaining fans or losing fans or winning fans back it's just crazy to me and and i don't know where to start it just sucks i know i'll be a fan especially if you live in boston you have to be a Sox fan you have to follow the team you have to get into the sport but it's gonna be a tough fucking taste in my mouth um when when it finally gets done on like why couldn't you guys have just agreed to this in fucking december and pardon my french but it is really annoying that it's taking this long to just fucking agree or do a one-year agreement whatever like just get the season in and then fight again at the end of the season it's just insane to me so dude i don't know what to tell you um that's why I'm following soccer. I don't think soccer scene has ever does end. I I've, I've had a child and I've watched like the Euro cup. Then the season starts again for the premier league, the premier league starting to heat up again. I mean, I'm glad I just kind of started navigating towards the, the English soccer and, and, and even just European soccer. Cause it's way better a sport. You don't need to juice out to fucking be good at it. You don't need to be six foot seven to be good at it. It's like every normal person could have a shot playing soccer. And that's kind of why I like it. Like everyone has their part. Don't get me wrong. You have the Giants that could play a, a possible center on a basketball team like Brendan McGuire and all those dudes in the right backfield and all that shit. But it's a cool sport where you like, you can kind of relate to it. If you're me, like a 5'8 dude who like, I don't got a fucking jump shot. I don't got a fucking slap shot. I don't got a fucking... But, you know, I, I'm all right. Like, I, I hang in there when we play on Mondays and Tuesdays. I can hang. And I've improved. And it has nothing to do with me having to take performance-enhancing drugs. Where that other sport, like football, I'd have to get juiced out, squatting every day, and just murdering dudes with if, as a running back. I don't know. Like, that could only be my height for, for what I could do. I could get dump passes like Kevin Falk and... And, and that would be my, my story in life for football. But in soccer, I could be a striker. I could play, you know, midfield, whatever. And, and there's a good story to it. So that's why, you know, at baseball, whatever. I still have a sport that I'm passionately following now. My team sucks. Manu is just so fucking annoying. They have Ronaldo and he's just not giving any sort of like extra edge. He's had some goals when they first signed him, but that's been it. And I'll, I, I could go off on that forever but none of these people none of you guys that listen to my pod even follow soccer so I'm just gonna leave it at that and then you know besides that uh, so the book is dare to Lee that I talked about before make sure you get it um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I said that and there's there's that's it like let's get this mass thing done let's get it over with the CDC announced it yesterday that it, you don't need to fucking wear it if you're healthy. Let's start treating COVID like someone got fucking diarrhea and they can't come into work because that's what it is now. And let's move on. Why? I mean, again, the mandates, if you could see the mandates get lifted and how well we did in the city um, before that, like when that happened, you'll see why it was such a damper on businesses. So let's get the mask now so we can get even more people from outside of the city that want to come in and chill, grab dinner to come out. And they don't. Like, people are like, fuck that. I'll just go out to some bar in Quincy. Or hang on Linfield. Like, they're not going to go to Boston if there's the stupid rules. Like, people don't want these fucking rules anymore. And I'm sorry, but the mayor is too small for her britches, to be honest with you. Like, she doesn't get it. She's power crazy. She has this belief that all these people, like, really do like her. And there's a lot of people that don't um, that vote, so good luck to her getting reelected, she'll be a one-term mayor, and, you know, they'll blame sexism and all this other shit, but let's be honest, this, this new mayor was nothing to do with her sex, nothing to do with her race, she just was, had to do with a lot of, uh, uneducated political tactics that just sucked, and it sucked for the city, and I just can't wait for this to be done, and it's coming soon, Boston's gonna announce it, and I never want to go back, I'm done, if it comes back again, I won't be here anymore like i'm, I'm i, I played the song and dance i mean i'm watching the providence friars by the way that are doing fucking fa- fantastic unbelievable story and everyone's singing taylor swift you belong to me and there's this one fucking guy with a kn95 or an n95 mask on in the front row singing under his mask yo you fucking idiot you're the one who's gonna get exposed because if it gets in your eyes which i think it happened to me because i had a mask on most of the time, and I wear a mask, like, w- when it needs to be worn. This kid's just like, I'm not going to not take my, like, it's like, it's it's crazy. And, and you know what? If people want to still wear masks, I have no judgment against that. But they don't have a pass to just say, give me dirty looks or, or make anything. Like, it doesn't give you any sort of reason to act like you're a fucking medical expert. Like, just because you have your mask on and the masking isn't over. Like, just don't wear it. Or if we educated everyone correctly, we would say, hey, if you're not feeling well, throw a mask on, okay? Like, you'll know if you're sick and do it as a courtesy. That's what, like, the Asian community has done. I remember seeing it in, before COVID, again, living in the Quincy area, high Asian population, there'd be people with masks on the train before COVID, and that that that's kind of what you're taught in that culture, like... You know, especially in China, like if you're sick, don't give it to grandma, like put a mask over your face, go on with your day, but be courteous. And I think that's the right call. Not, you know, if you don't have a mask on, you know, you're not protected from COVID. It's totally opposite. It's about you spreading fucking COVID. So I can't believe I'm still talking about this and I can't believe the data is back. And even the CDC is saying don't do it and we're still doing it. But this mayor is just so fucked up and as real as she's fucked up that she's just going fully fucked up because what are you going to do now You the more you even take it away the worse you look so I understand why she's still playing the game because the mandate was a failure that lasted the, the two shots with the 12 and under year old kids like that that was a two day thing she cancelled it like literally right after so you know it is what it is I am pulling up to the city now um, and I hope everyone has a great Saturday great weekend we'll catch up soon. Um, probably not going to do a pod before I go to Florida, but thank you for listening. We'll talk soon and listen to my buddy, Alex Aldi podcast. He always gives me shout outs on his. I appreciate him so much. Still a great friend. I hear he's a great dad and, uh, keep doing more because people love hearing it again. It's exciting. They want something to look forward to, like I said earlier. So keep it up, Alex. Um, and we'll talk soon. Peace.